Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirchner. Reporting shows Republican Congressman Jim Jordan and James Comer used Russian disinformation as the basis to try to impeach President Biden. Should they be investigated as conspirators with Russia attempting to influence our presidential election? Here's Glenn. So, friends, did you hear the one about the Republican members of Congress using Russian lies, Russian disinformation as a basis to try to impeach an American president? Well, let me tell you, it's a doozy. But then again, it's exactly what we've come to expect from guys like Jim Jordan and James Comer. Have a look at this headline in Salon. Asset of Russian intelligence. Experts say shocking DOJ filing blows up GOP impeachment sham. Informant arrested for making up Biden claims says he got info from Russian intelligence, DOJ tells court. And here's some of the new reporting, this from CNN. Headline, indicted ex-FBI informant told investigators he got Hunter Biden dirt from Russian intelligence officials. And that article begins... The former FBI informant charged with lying about the Biden's dealings in Ukraine told investigators after his arrest that Russian intelligence officials were involved in passing information to him about Hunter Biden, prosecutors said Tuesday in a new court filing, noting that the information was false. Prosecutors also said Alexander Smirnov had been actively peddling new lies that could impact U.S. elections after meeting with Russian spies late last year, and that the fallout from his previous false bribery accusations about the Bidens continues to be felt to this day. Smirnov claims to have extensive and extremely recent contacts with foreign intelligence officials, prosecutors said in the filing, They said he previously told the FBI that he has long-standing and extensive contacts with Russian spies, including individuals he said were high-level intelligence officers or command Russian assassins abroad. So friends, this admitted liar, this admitted peddler of Russian disinformation about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, is the star witness that Jim Jordan and James Comer offered in the now completely discredited 
impeachment inquiry into President Biden. But believe it or not, it gets worse. Even after these lies were exposed, even after this now indicted, lying informant admitted that he was passing Russian disinformation about the Bidens to the FBI, and ultimately it made its way to Congress. Jim Jordan is still expressing a willingness to continue to prop up these Russian lies. Jim Jordan spirals when asked about losing his star Biden witness. And that New Republic article begins, Representative Jim Jordan seems to be struggling with the realization that Republicans' impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden appears to be founded on a bed of lies, peddled by the Russian government. On Wednesday, the Ohio Republican, Jim Jordan, got caught up in his own words, insisting that the inquiry, the impeachment inquiry, still had merit, despite the Justice Department indictment against its primary witness, Alexander Smirnov. And this question was posed by CNN's Manu Raju of Jim Jordan about how his star witness in the Biden impeachment just fell apart and was arrested for lying about the Bidens. Quote, you said the 1023, the 1023 is the witness statement that Smirnoff gave previously, which was full of lies as he now admits about the Bidens, lies that came from Russian disinformation. You said that 1023 is the most corroborating piece of information you have. CNN's Manu Raju prompted the Freedom Caucus politician on Wednesday, referring to the FBI's FD 1023 form that documents Smirnov's claims, which he is now accused of completely making up. In December, Jordan claimed the 1023 form constituted the key impeachable offense. And Jim Jordan actually tried to maintain that, well, you know, it's still a fact that the Bidens took these bribes. Here's the thing, it's not a fact, it's a lie. And the person who told that lie admitted it's a lie and admitted it's a product of Russian disinformation designed to interfere in an American election. And yet, Jim Jordan still wants to use those lies to try to pursue his and Comer's sham impeachment inquiry. You know, this prompted, I think, a really important statement last night by former federal prosecutor, now member of Congress, Dan Goldman. Dan Goldman was on MSNBC in the nine o'clock hour. I followed him in the 10 o'clock hour. And I heard him say that if Jim Jordan and James Comer continue to push these lies, these lies that the person who told the lies have admitted were lies and was Russian disinformation designed to undermine our American election, then Jordan and Comer should be investigated for their potential complicity in a conspiracy with Russia to defraud the U.S., to interfere in our elections. And I have to tell you, I couldn't agree more with Representative Goldman. 
So when I followed Representative Goldman in the 10 o'clock hour, here's what I said. Former federal prosecutor Glenn Kirshner, while appearing on MSNBC's The Last Word with Lawrence O'Donnell, stated that any of the lawmakers who knowingly perpetuate the lies told by the ex-informant Alexander Smirnov that are purported to be Russian disinformation should be investigated criminally. Quote, the big question now is what will the Republican members of Congress do now that they know that these are lies that they have been peddling as ably assisted by Fox News, will they continue to peddle those lies? I then expressed agreement with Representative Daniel Goldman, who earlier called out his Republican colleagues for being played by the Russians as we near another critical election. This quote from Representative Goldman, it's now coming out in 2024 and Republican members of Congress are once again witting or unwitting agents of Russian intelligence peddling a false narrative that is Russian disinformation in an effort to interfere in the election and boost Donald Trump, Goldman told Alex Wagner. Quote, it's shocking that eight years later we are still dealing with Russian interference and the party, the Republican Party, is still welcoming it and facilitating it. Echoing Goldman, I said that any member of Congress who pushes essentially Russian propaganda relying on Smirnov should be investigated for being part and parcel of a conspiracy to defraud the United States and to interfere in our elections. After the break, is the DOJ ignoring various crimes committed by Republican congressmen? Glenn talks about that next on Justice Matters. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Time and again, we see evidence of Republican lawmakers committing crimes. Then no investigation. Glenn says this is happening way too often now. Friends, I'm sorry to say none of this is terribly surprising. When you're dealing with the likes of Jim Jordan and James Comer. Jim Jordan, who himself committed the crime of contempt of Congress, defying lawfully issued congressional subpoenas for testimony concerning the crimes of Donald Trump on and around January 6th. 
Jim Jordan decided he'd rather commit the crime of contempt of Congress by defying a congressional subpoena than have to provide incriminating information, incriminating evidence about Donald Trump and what he did on and around January 6th. And here's one thing I can promise you, friends, as a former career prosecutor. You want more crime? Then decline to prosecute earlier crimes. You want Jim Jordan to try to continue to kill our democracy from within? Then decline to hold him accountable for obstruction of Congress. Decline to hold him accountable for what he did on and around January 6th. You probably remember when he was asked a simple question. Did you talk to Donald Trump on the morning of January 6th? And we got a lot of, right? We'll get that stupid yammering deflection. That's not making fun of his speech pattern. That's, you know, that's outing the fact that he couldn't even answer a straight question because he knew the truthful answer would incriminate his political deity, Donald Trump, and probably incriminate himself. And we've let it all go, haven't we? We have given free reign to the Jim Jordans and other members of Congress who potentially participated in the insurrection, who committed offenses on and around January 6th. We've given them all a free pass. We've given them carte blanche to continue to try to kill our democracy from within our very own government as members of Congress. One thing I will never understand and I will never let go and I will never be able to get past is there are six members of Congress, either former members of Congress or some of them are still members of Congress like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene who asked for pardons because they knew they'd committed crimes on and around January 6th and they desperately wanted to get away with those crimes. So they sought presidential pardons. Turns out they didn't need them to get away with those crimes, did they? But here's the thing about pardons. Usually when we conduct an investigation, we know that a crime has been committed and we begin investigating it. And the police, the agents, the detectives, the investigators will go out. They'll collect evidence. They'll interview witnesses. They'll try to solve the crime, figure out what happened, figure out who the perpetrator is. And when they get to the point where they have enough evidence to charge somebody, they will, for example, get an arrest warrant and they'll arrest that person. Or maybe we'll put all the evidence before the grand jury and we'll get an indictment rather than going out and getting an arrest warrant. But once the person is charged, let's say by an arrest warrant, you know what happens then? What happens then is the person will be brought to the police station or the FBI headquarters and they will be Mirandized, read their Miranda rights, their right to remain silent, their right to a lawyer. And if they waive their Miranda rights and agree to answer questions, they'll be interviewed. They'll be interrogated about whether they committed the crime. And at that point, lots of arrestees admit to the crime for one reason or another. It's a whole bigger discussion. When they confess to the crime, that is often the best, strongest, most direct evidence of guilt. It's often the centerpiece of a criminal prosecution. Indeed, once they confess to the crime, there often is no need for a prosecution because we negotiate a guilty plea. Because the evidence is so strong, once you get a confession, 
or an admission of guilt out of the mouth of the defendant. Here's the thing with respect to all of these members of Congress, past and current, who asked for pardons, a pardon is a confession. A pardon is an admission of guilt. So we jump right to the end game with those members of Congress who asked for pardons. We've got the confession. The Supreme Court in 1915 said, a pardon carries with it an imputation of guilt and accepting the pardon is some admission of guilt, some confession of guilt. For gosh sakes, the people who asked for pardons, we've got their confessions already. It doesn't take much to build a case. And yet not a single one of the, I believe, six members of Congress that we know of who asked for pardons, they've confessed their guilt. Has a single one been held accountable all these years later? Not a single one. That is a deep and searing injustice that we are living with, and it's dangerous because these people are continuing to try to kill our democracy from within by, for example, using Russian disinformation as the basis to impeach an American president. And they have announced they're going to keep at it. It's time to charge these people with their crimes. It's time to protect our democracy. It's time to purge our government of insurrectionists. Because justice matters. Friends, thank you for bearing with me. As always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.